Welcome to the Dirty Devotional Podcast, where we try to make sense of the dirty and the divine in our messy world. My name is Zach, and I'm an ex-pastor, a struggling addict, and I deal with major anxiety and depression. Yet I deeply believe in God's presence in my life and in your life as well. I hope today's conversation inspires your thoughts, challenges your beliefs, and helps you feel seen, known, and loved by a real God. Thanks for joining. What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Dirty Devotionals, the podcast that is all about helping you feel seen, known, and loved by a real God. Zach here. Listen, it is early, you guys. It is early. It is 5.58 a.m., um, and I'm so excited to be able to record, talk to you guys, hang out. I've missed y'all. As you can see, my life has been super busy, and so um, I know the consistency of these has been a little less than, but they matter to me. I love being able to take a little bit of time when I get these breaks to be able to record and to talk to you. Um, I miss you guys. I really do. I miss you guys, and I want to know what's going on in your world. Listen, if you if you miss this, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while and you're like, man, I really just, like, I wish I could just, like, be in a space where I just had this type of community. Like, I, I need people who value this, like, in my life, dirty, messy people who love God. I need that. Then that's why we made this. Uh, we have our private Facebook group. That's literally it. So we have a group. If you look at the show notes, you can see a link for it. Click that link. You can also search on Facebook. If you search Dirty Devotional Podcast, My Dirty Family, you can also find it there. But you have to request access. Um, go in. There's two questions you have to answer. Answer them. I will make sure you get in within like 48 hours. I promise I got you. And this community is that. It is the dirty family. It is people who value being dirty, who value this idea that life is messy, that things are hard, but we have a God that loves us super, super deeply. And so I would love for you to be a part of that. Again, you can find that in the show notes. But I want to dive into today's dirty devotional. Uh, We're going to be in Matthew chapter 8, starting at verse 28. And I'm going to read it for you, and then we're going to talk about it. It says, And when he came to the other side, he, meaning Jesus, to the country of the Gardarines, two demon-possessed men met him there, coming out of the tombs so fierce that no one could pass that way. So this is pretty, it's basically like a horror film in the making. And behold, they cried out, What have you to do with us, O Son of God? Have you come here to torment us before the time? Uh, Basically saying, um, tormenting us before, like, before you... You ascend and you do everything you're supposed to be doing. Um, and he says, Now a herd of pigs, and now a herd of many pigs was feeding at some distance from them. And the demons begged him, saying, If you cast us out, send us away into the herd of pigs. And he said to them, Go. So they came out and went into the pigs. And behold, the whole herd rushed down the steep bank into the sea and drowned in the waters. The herdsmen fled, and going into the city, they told everything, especially what had happened to the demon-possessed men. And behold, all the city came out to meet Jesus, and when they saw him, they begged him to leave the region. So, very weird story. Let's just call it what it is. It's very weird. So, Jesus is um, shows up at this place, and there's two demon-possessed men that come out to meet him. And these two demon-possessed men have caused a lot of problems. They obviously are not making the community any healthier or better, and 
they go and they interact with Jesus and basically challenge Jesus. They recognize who he is. They call him the son of God, which is important here because one of the important things that's happening in the Bible, in these passages we're reading, is the writer is helping the reader confirm that that demons knew who Jesus was, that Jesus is who he says he was. They're confirming his authority, his identity. Um, and so they say, what have you do with us, son of God? Have you come here to torment us before the time? Um, saying like, have you come to do the work that you have, we, we've heard you've come to do? So then you get to the pig portion. Now, there, there's a lot of things we could talk about with the pigs, how in the Old Testament pigs were unclean, and so the demons want to be was sent to the pigs because, listen, I, I don't really think that's the point here. I think what the point is of this first part of this passage is that Jesus has total, complete control over all things, that even these demons who people were afraid of, who were people were running away from, Jesus, without breaking a sweat, speaks control over them and sends them away. Now, the part that I really want to focus on is the very end of this verse, and that is when Jesus, uh, when after everything's happened, it says the herdsmen fled and going into the city, they told everything, especially what had happened to the demon-possessed men. And behold, all the city came out to meet Jesus, which sounds good. But when they saw him, they begged him to leave the region. So I was reading this and I thought it was really um, ironic and stupid because Jesus did, did just did everyone a favor, right? Like he just casted out these demons that was causing a huge issue for all these people. I would I would go as far to say that there were probably people in this region praying that God would take away these demon possessed men because of the issues they were causing in their life. And Jesus shows up, and he takes care of something that is very clearly an issue, something that's very clearly a problem. Jesus takes care of it, and then all of a sudden, people aren't thanking him for it. Instead, they're like, hey, can you get out of here? You're like, you're making things crazy. Like, this isn't, we don't, we don't like this. We don't like how this is going down. Can you, can you just kind of get out of here? And I was listening, I was reading this, and I couldn't help but think that how many of us pray for for growth we pray for a healthier relationship we pray for things to become better in our lives and then sometimes jesus shows up and removes them in in a way that we don't expect or changes things in a way we don't expect and then we get mad at god for doing the thing that we actually prayed for and it's one of those things i think that we have to be aware of so some of you i know you've been maybe you've been in an unhealthy relationship and you've been praying, you know, God, let the relationship bear. God, help me, help me be better in this. And what God does is takes away that person in that relationship and you're hurt by it. But it's the exact answer to the prayer that you've been praying. That sometimes it's, it's about removing, getting removed from it. Uh, you've been praying for your job to get better. And sometimes you get removed from the job that you've been praying for, for, uh, for something to improve in, in your family and then your family dynamic changes. And, you know, there's all these different, different things that, that like can, that God can do and work that are answers to our prayers that just are messier and different than what we wanted. And we have to be okay with that. If we're not careful, we end up in an attempt to ask God to do things for our life. We, we really are trying to play God with our lives and make God a genie rather than Lord. And we're saying, God, we want just do this. God, it's like three wishes. You know, God, I wish my relationship was better. And God's not a genie. What God is, is God's going to say, hey, I want what's best for you. 
I want to see you improve, which means I'm going to deal with things the way I see fit to get you to where you want to get to. And we have to trust God with that process. And so maybe today as you're listening to this, there is something that you have been mad at God about or you're frustrated at God about when it's literally an answer to the prayer you've been praying. And instead of moving forward and taking the growth that's available to you, you're whining and complaining and upset about how it happened and the fact that it happened the way it did. Listen, God desires your growth. He desires you to become better. He desires you to become healthier. He desires you to become better. That's what God wants for you. And so when God does something, when God removes something or changes something in your life, then we, ha- we have to stop looking at why did this happen to me and start asking why did this happen for me? Because everything that happens is an opportunity for us to improve. In this story, these people missed it. They thought, oh my gosh, Jesus is crazy. He's doing these crazy things. We can't handle it. He needs to get out of here. When in reality, they should say, man, look how Jesus is improving our state of life in ways that we didn't expect. I want to seek to understand why he did it the way he did it rather than complain about how it happened instead. So today, what is that for you? What is something in your life, maybe you can recognize from the past or, or right now, or maybe something that God's currently doing that you're like, you know what? I've been complaining about this, but maybe this is taking me into something better, and I just haven't given it the perspective that it needs. God, thank you for today. Lord, thank you so much for those listening to this podcast. Lord, um, help us help us have a good perspective. Uh, Lord, so many times we get so caught on what is, what is good and what is bad and how if it, things aren't handled the way that we want them handled— Uh, then we can be frustrated and we can automatically put it in a negative category. But Lord, you don't call us to that. Lord, you work in crazy ways. Lord, you freaking throw demons and pigs. That's crazy. But what we see is as, as the reader of this story, we get to see that you are doing a good work. And so Lord, help us recognize the good work you're doing in our lives, even if it doesn't make sense in the moment. Lord, we love you. We ask this in your name. Amen. Hey, thanks so much for joining me on today's devotional. If you want to get more connected, then be sure to follow me on Instagram at Z underscore chill. That's at Z underscore C-H-I-L. Or you can connect with myself and other listeners through our private Facebook group. You can find this by searching Dirty Devotional Podcast, Dirty Family. Lastly, if you enjoy the podcast, please take time to rate it on iTunes or Spotify. This helps us reach more people and lets us know that my content is making a difference in your life. Most importantly, I hope today you felt seen, known, and loved, my real God. Be blessed.